This is Robert Marglacci, the Mindshare Learning for Canada's Learning and Technology e-magazine. And welcome to This Week in Canadian EdTech Mindshare TV. Very special, fortuitous edition here as I have special guest visitors here at the Mindshare Workspace. Sunil Singh, who is the international keynote speaker, former Toronto District School Board, fellow alumni, uh, STEAM educator, author, uh, and you can catch him at Math Garden on Twitter, and uh, Luke Goudreau, who is the partner and CGO at Virio, who just recently won our Canadian EdTech Startup Challenge. We've been at FETC, we've been at ERDI, and now he follows me again here yeah. to the Mindshare <laughs> Workspace. I'm not sure what to make of it, but I do know I've seen more of you than my wife yeah, in recent yeah. weeks. <laughs> Thank you for joining me today. And, uh, on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day. Exactly. Now she's really going to question yeah. that. Um, and thank you for bringing on Sunil Singh, yeah. who uh, we, we follow each other on LinkedIn and uh, and Twitter, but we this is our first time in person. So quite an honor to have both of you here today. Thanks, Robert. Thanks, Robert. So uh, talk to me about the inspiration of uh, Vario. Uh, and uh, the success you've had of late yeah. at FETC at, in partnership with the Canadian government as guests at ERDI to to uh, to a pitch panel there. What what's the feedback been like, and what's the inspiration for you? So since the summit, Canadian Tech Summit, uh, that we won the startup challenge, I think there was a, a buzz around what we do actually. And uh, for don't for the one that don't know, what we do is that we actually. Uh, take uh, agricultural spaces and we transform them into uh, project-based learning uh, opportunities uh, for kids to do, uh, of course, curriculum online activities, but as a first step toward uh, a greener and a more sustainable future. So I think right now, post-pandemic, there is a, we've seen that, that was a catalyst moment. And I think that uh, not even, not just students, but also teachers, need to have some project to feel mobilized, to work together with, with the students and give back to community. So basically we're trying to place this project in the middle of the community. That's not an easy task. It's not something that is commonly done, but this is something we're uh, trying to build slowly. Well, I'm fascinated uh, by your work and, and and based out of Quebec City, I can't yeah. wait to come and visit <laughs> uh, and attend the ACWAPS conference and we'll, we're planning uh, a, re, a tech retreat yes. with leaders, which will be fascinating on some island off Quebec City that I didn't know existed. So yes, it's local knowledge here, but uh, I'm fascinated by the fact that you've infused the sustainable development goals as yep. part of the curriculum. And we're incidentally launching uh, at the start of March, the uh, 14th Canadian Schools of the yes. Future Student Invention Challenge to really uh, challenge kids to hone their skills and and demonstrate their their their, their digital skills. Yes. That yeah. incidentally, uh, one of the reports I shared this morning uh, highlighted a study that was done recently that uh, Gen Z kids feel that school is not meeting their needs. Yeah, and now uh, over to our resident <laughs> author and uh, speaker and. Uh, math extraordinaire. Uh, Sunil, it's such an honor to meet you. I've heard so much about you. You are, you know, like comedians, uh, actors, and singers, You tend they tend to go to the U.S. to get recognized, right. and then they come back home. So you've taken a page out of well, uh, which one of those, <laughs> or all three? 
And, well, first of all, thank you so much for having yeah. me, Robert. Um, that actually feels my like my fifth podcast. You know, <laughs> uh, this we just decided to do this, uh, you know, twenty minutes ago. Yes. Um, but like I said, this sort of fortuitous sort of you know meeting and doing this podcast, and so for one of the things that I'm doing, and where I think we all should be doing as educators is rethinking what are we doing now in 2023. I, we should always be having this internal reflection so that we can best serve our students with the freshest ideas. So for me, there's three things which I think I value the most. And this is where my, speaking as a mathematician, the Venn diagram intersects with these three circles. One, I'm interested in the absolute highest quality of mathematics. Um, right now, we got three layers. We've got content, pedagogy, technology. Content's been around for thousands and thousands of years. Good pedagogy, 20 good technology, about five to seven. So it's always got to be content driven, pedagogy supports that, and then technology supports that. Right. And after that is then, after you have this high quality mathematics, what's the highest universal purpose for all students? I know we have all different kind of careers and objectives, but is there, and I'm not saying I've answered it, mm -hmm. but is there a higher universal purpose regardless of student background or situation right. or goal? And then maybe I've answered it's this sort of, is that the third thing I'm interested in is delivering all this, the high quality mathematics, the higher purpose to our most marginalized and forgotten students. Those three things have mm -hmm. to be there. And so just to keep sort of talking a bit, um, something which has happened recently and I'm very excited about is I'll be giving a keynote in San Jose at a math summit. And uh, I mean, that's exciting working with teachers but uh, the Silicon Valley Education Foundation uh, invited me to spend at least half a day at a local correctional facility working with students. Amazing. So now it's like you walk the walk. Right. right? You're going to go in yes. with these kids who don't want to see you. Right. Who probably go, what is a math person doing here in my life? So it's a challenge for me. How do you, how do you build trust? Right. So I'm starting back at ground zero. These are kids who I do not know, have no reason to, you know, do anything with me. So that for me is a challenge because every little bit I can extract from students will be organic. And so, um, yeah, I'm very I, I can't wait to have that podcast oh, that host was, uh, yeah. uh, speaking uh, down in San Jose. Yeah. You, you know, uh, you hit on a couple of, uh, struck a couple of chords. Thank you. No pun intended, because no, you're, you're also into music as well. I'm very much into music. And yes, uh, I'm almost finished my fourth book, my first music book. So any kind of metaphor you want to use, yeah, I'm very comfortable in. Well, fantastic. And let's talk about the inspiration behind your book. So you were a math teacher. You uh, enjoyed that career. I presume. Yeah. And you know what? That's a very interesting question because even though it would seem like a common question, it's never been really asked. Like what inspired you? And the yeah. answer is going to surprise people yeah. is that I never had a goal to write books. Other people encouraged me, hey, Sunil, mm -hmm. you should write. You should write a book. You should write a second book. Only the third book, my math book, did I feel like, okay, you know what? I want to write one more final book. And it was called Chasing Rabbits, A Curious Guide to a Lifetime of Mathematical Wellness. I started the book pre-pandemic. Wow. And then the pandemic became the muse. Because if you're going to walk the walk and talk about wellness, here you have a generational pandemic 
with his lot of mental health issues. And Math has always had a, you know, huge sort of, you know, phobia, anxiety, and trauma associated with it. So my writing took even more elevated status for at least me. Like, what can I communicate this to teachers who can hopefully communicate this to students? So I feel like I have nothing more to offer the math world in terms of writing. Right. But I still obviously want to speak about it and have these kind of discussions. Brilliant. And now I understand that you're going a bit of a different direction at TSN Turning Point. And (laughs) the next book is going to be around music. It is completely about music. It's called uh, Sonic Seducer. Um, Lust for Life with our transcending moments and memories and magic of rock and roll. And uh, again, that was like, I'm writing it for me. Um, There wasn't any sort of like, okay, I'm sure this big book is going to be big. But as my other books, we always talk about financial investment. I have two kids who are in high school. My books are emotional investments, so they'll remember their father with permanence. So even though those conversations might not happen, all of them are recorded and they'll go, yeah, that was my dad. That was, that's how they'll have more maturity to uh, undertake it. But this music book is a passion, um, is a passion of mine because I, I mean, the way I told my daughter the other day, yeah, if I, if I didn't have math, um, okay, I I might lose my job, but if you took music away, that's taking away my life. So music has been always been my first lifeblood. I think it's the most universal thing for everybody. So I think that's why I think this book, I think, is going to be more accessible. Well, when I think back to growing up and some of those defining moments through our lives, whether graduating from grade one or winning a hockey championship, music always played a part as part of that memory. And, uh, you know, Yellow Brick Road when I was graduating from uh, grade eight in middle school, you know, the theme song was yep. the Elton John's <laughs> Yellow Brick Road. And I mean, right? I think I don't how 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 long did that take me to remember? Like, you know, so I haven't yeah. lost it yet. I love it. <laughs> well, it's and you know the I forget who said it, but it's like an automatic time machine, right? Right. And sometimes we're gonna have more vivid memories between the song, everything, but our childhood is this sacred place that we can always visit. And the more color that's added to it, sometimes yeah. with food tastes or sounds. Um, you know, one of the things I mentioned in the book, and you'll probably know this, is there was a local radio station called CKY. Yes, right? I remember. It remember CKY, right? Yeah. So I remember my dad sitting at this round table, uh, eating his hard-boiled egg and brown toast. And I remember the music used to come on after the news. So, you know, it was... Um, Glenn Campbell, uh, Rhinestone Cowboy. Right? Are you kidding me? Did he just make this up? Because that's my song. It, yeah. Oh, seriously? No. I just, no. I, I just sang it Did down you? in okay. Palm Springs. I know. You, you put it up to that. No, no. He doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> no, know this. It's so know, weird. He doesn't know this. Wow. But, walking these streets yeah, so yes, long. There we go. Car- pop up karaoke. Sing it in the same pop, old pop song. There you go. I know every crack in these dirty sidewalks of Broadway. It's amazing. Just let him go. Just let him go. Nice voice. Nice voice, I'm done. But speaking of longevity and music, I was just, I'm a little overdressed here today because it was just at the state funeral for our previous mayor, Hazel McCallion. And it was such an honor to be part of it. Everyone from the prime minister to the premier and and our city mayor, uh, Bonnie Crombie, uh, were there speaking. And 
Hazel was about community. She was about doing your homework. The first thing her friend said when he stood up on stage to kick things off was do your homework. That was Hazel's number one tagline and as mayor. And, and I remember, you know, Professor Bryce Taylor in our Sport of Men program at York saying, you know, you've always got to do your homework no matter whether you're in school or not. Be prepared. Be prepared, yeah. Preparation, right, has always been a big thing in what we do. And, uh, and, and, and our former Mary Hazel, like, you know, legendary and, um, left such a legacy mm. in, in Mississauga across Canada and beyond because of her passion for helping people, you know, live a good life. She was the mayor of the people and she was always about community engagement. Creating that sense of belonging. Right. Belonging and and there's a lot of relatability when it comes to schools and and writing your books. Well, I mean, I'm just going to because <clears throat> Luke just said something and it's a great quote. Unfortunately, I don't know uh, the person who said this, but not all students come to school wanting to learn, but all students come to school wanting to belong. Yeah. And you Absolutely. can you can only learn when you belong. Yeah. So a lot of times, you know, we're hearing about problems at school you know, in terms of bullying and there's violence and there's a whole bunch of issues which have always been there. But what I've found, the schools in which there's mm. the minimum amount of that is because there's always caring teachers. 100%. And, and what's interesting, and uh, in one of the other uh, outcomes of the ERDI event was superintendents talked about the importance of relationships. And... Uh, they did, huh? The relationships, wow. yeah. And and what's interesting is Harvard uh, came out with a report recently, you know, looking at longevity and part of a health tech longevity or uh, company startup. And so I've been reading a lot about this. And it's not nutrition. It's not exercise. That That is the number one thing that will help you lead a, a longer life. It's positive relationships. Was that the Harvard study? Yes. Yeah. So they did this eighty-year. It was an eighty-year study, yeah. and it just, study. it just yeah, yeah it just came yeah. out like a couple weeks ago, right? That's right. And um, I wouldn't have guessed at that result, but I wasn't surprised by it because yeah. when you do the audit, you do your own audit, you do your audit of your kids or your friends, and you realize you're the ones who are the happiest have positive relationships right family friends and it and it and it's not about money it's no. you know having that money helps don't get me wrong but positive relationships are number one and and that was uh, our mayor you know if i could define hazel mccallion she challenged everyone and told you what she thought she didn't sugarcoat things no. but always focused on forward-thinking, visionary, you know, from, from farmland to one of the top cities in North America. And she was, the, you know, longest standing mayor. So there's there's a lot to unpack there, but, and relatable to education. And, and coming back full circle to what education is all about, what are we preparing our kids for? And I, well, I think um, one of the things we talked off air before the podcast was students feel like that they're not being listened to 
in a genuine way. Like not so much, okay, like things which are academic related, but really what they're going through. And we always say, you know, education is for students. Well, the currency that went up even higher now through the pandemic and still coming out of it. So what do we really mean by listening to students and being prepared? For me, being prepared means two things. One, to obviously work in society, to be part of society, to be part of a helpful society. So right now, education tends to be more competitive, very individualistic. But we should have an education system that's built in terms of like kindness and grace so that we create better communities. And the other thing about education, which I think has always been neglected, is the internal vector. Like what's my purpose here? Yeah. What's my purpose in learning? And so I think all those things are happening now. It's a fascinating time. It is a very And fun. with the democratization of learning exactly. and the tools and Chad GPT that's yes. gotten a lot of rave reviews. Yep. Uh, and, you know, I actually typed in what, how can Chad GPT be used in education in a positive way? And you can create lesson plans. You can solar system, grade four, uh, infuse uh, equity and inclusion. And it will provide you the entire lesson with the rubric with assessments. Uh, and it's, it's really about, we create the technology, Marsh McLuhan. We create the technology and the technology shapes us. So, and he also coined the phrase, Dr. McLuhan, notable U of T professor, the medium is the message. So teachers need to understand the medium is the message to get their point across. Really deeply understand what that means. And I think the... To engage kids in a positive way. So you said engage, and I'm, I'm, always, I'm curious as to what the field metaphorically is for yeah. engagement. And what do I mean by that is that we still have a generation of, generally speaking, analog teachers teaching digital teens. Right. So when you and I went to school, uh, teachers and students listen to different music, but they use the same sort of format, which was vinyl or cassette. Or, you know, um, what was the other one? CD. No, before A track. A track. Ah, yes. Look at that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I never I never owned an A track, but A track, right? I'm, I'm dating myself. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm dating myself. <laughs> listen, I have the growth mindset embedded in me. Thanks to a teacher, Mrs. Fogarty. Uh, she was an English teacher at George Harvey, wrote in my yearbook, The Only Sign of Life is Growth, and drew a little flower. I kept oh. reading that over. I read all the comments in my yearbook from all the girls that I dated. And then they went back to that. And I was like, I'm just kidding about all the girls. There were many. But and it, when, did you, when did she write that? In grade 12. And that instilled the growth mindset in me. Words are powerful. Yes. Words uh, are powerful. I got a quote. Um, so there's a book that was written in 1970 called Future Shock. And yeah, I remember that. Remember Future yeah, Shock? I did. Yeah, I didn't read it until university. Yeah. But there's a really good line quote in it uh, uh, where Alvin Toffer, the author, goes, Yes. Um, the illiterate of the future will not be those who cannot read or write, but those who cannot unlearn, learn, and relearn. Wow. That's wow. Good, yeah. 
I remember. Wow, that. that's heavy now. I think that, I think this brings it to a close no. after yeah. all that yeah. conversation. It's, I'm gonna have to reread that a few times. Well, but maybe you should go back to uh, Glenn Campbell, Ryan Campbell, yeah. just to get us out of here. That okay. is too ironic. I can't believe. Okay. That, that I was at the Glen Campbell Museum this summer in Nashville. I, I'm wow. okay. It goes back again to the Gong Show days in high school. We did the Gong Show, and my whole friend group. I was the lead. <laughs> we're singer. dating ourselves now with the Gong Show. Yes. <laughs> no, you probably were in grade five, but yeah. uh, it was it momentous. And that's yeah. I want to be in your book because that song has stayed with me to this day, and I still yeah. sing it. At birthday parties, bar mitzvahs, and and weddings, okay, and conferences. No, but no, conferences. No, I, 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 it'll, I think there's an automatically emerging point because I mentioned that song in the book because the story that, I told. That is, in is the book. so weird. That's yeah. that. I'm in. You're in. He's in. <laughs> well, with that, gentlemen, thank you so much for your for, for, yes. for visiting us all the way from Quebec City. All the way from Pickering. Pickering, Ontario, <laughs> where I played junior hockey yeah. back in the day. Yeah, the Panthers. That was uh, Sunil Singh, keynote speaker, former TBSB STEAM educator, author at Math Garden on Twitter, and at Luke Goudreau, partner and CGO. What's CGO? Chief Growth Ooh, Officer. Okay, yeah. I had to ask that. At Vario, uh, Canada's startup uh, challenge winner at the EdTech Summit. My name is Robert Mardalachi, the Mindshare Learning Report. Be sure to check out Triple W Mindshare Learning to get your latest issue. And until next time, stay healthy, stay safe, and keep the learning curve steep.